definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's going on? Happy Hump Day. Good morning. Welcome, and welcome to basketball season. You're here with the end of the bench for the next three hours here on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. You, too, can join us. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, your hopes, your dreams, whatever you got, bring that in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, you can give us score predictions for tonight. I don't know if it'll be as lopsided as we saw at United Supermarkets Arena last night for the Lady Raiders, but it could be. Who knows? Uh, y'all can bring all of that in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. What's up, Hacks? What's up, everybody? You know, I remember, I just said basketball season. I remember when we used to like shy away from that around these parts mm. when... And there was that stretch of really bad basketball in Lubbock, Texas. I I mean, you would, you like kind of, we didn't want to bring people down, so we wouldn't mention basketball season. It's the start of basketball. No. Um, now it's something, even after the horrific saga that happened last year, still people very excited for this year and, and for basketball season uh, because of what you've built up in, in the recent um, the recent years, so I think there's reason for excitement as uh, as you get a new season underway tonight. Yeah, I absolutely feel that way too. I was able to be around a bunch of the guys and actually meet a bunch of the guy. I mean, there's so many dudes over there. When you go from the managers to GAs to, yeah. I mean, it's just it's like a hundred guys. It seems like so lots of new faces. Um, got to talk to Lamar. Lamar will be on our pregame show today. All right. Uh, Coach McCaslin gave me so much information. It was amazing and kind of refreshing all at the same time to hear a guy actually talk and, and answer questions and um, just gave me some terrific information. So that'll play tonight once we start our pregame show at 6. And um, everybody is um, over there, I think – at a at a heightened awareness of this is finally here. Um, it's a lot of firsts mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Lamar said he's had players asking him, you know, what's it going to be like? What's it going to be like? You know, is it, is it going to be a full house? Is it going to be – are they going to be uh, on our side? You know, because a lot of the – I mean, like I, I don't think the – I don't think the atmosphere at Arizona State basketball game is all that good. You know, it's kind of eh. – Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, Cambridge and Warren Washington, and then, you know, all these other guys, you know, Chance McMillan. They, they have a really good atmosphere at uh, Grand Canyon. But um, they're all like pins and needles. Can't wait. Just can't wait to get out there. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of these guys, not all of them, the transfers, they, they probably haven't been able to experience it here at, in Lubbock. But um, some of the new guys know what it's like from coming in uh, – recruiting and and they can't wait for that atmosphere but uh, we, 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 when we've talked about atmospheres in the past I mean Texas Tech is legitimately a top 
20 conservatively atmosphere currently in college basketball. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, you're when you're talking about no everything doubt. that goes into it, you're a top 20 atmosphere. So there's a lot of people that haven't experienced something like that. And I, I do think opening night, even against A&M Commerce, you're going to get a pretty good crowd and pretty, I mean, 12, 13,000, whatever that looks like. And, and, and it'll be a fun one uh, this evening. Students should be amped up and, and ready to go. So uh, I think it's going to be a, a fun start to the season. You got, this is, uh, as we've talked about, we won't spend all this first segment on basketball, but um, it's a, a sneakier schedule in terms of toughness than it, it may look like at surface level. Because you got a whole lot of teams that will be picked towards or are picked towards the top of their league, uh, even if you don't Do you have see the Vanderbilt names. lost to Presbyterian? I did see that. Oh my gosh! Like, and, and this is what we talked about. I mean, that is what we talked about. Hacks with with the transfer portal. It's bad in some ways, but it's also brought some of the middle of the pack towards. I mean, closer to the top because some of the guys. Some of your it's just a trade off. Yeah, so it's, your, a, it's a huge trade off. You got power five athletes, power five level athletes that weren't getting as much playing time as they wanted, so they can go be stars on on some of these smaller or mid-major teams and carry some mid-major teams. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it is. And your trade-off uh, is Max Asmus, yeah. who, you know, dominated the Summit League for three years, four years. Well, now he's playing for Texas. And Kevin O'Banner, and I'm just giving a couple of ORU examples. But then, the you know, again, it's just this big cycle of uh, Calhoun. Sadir Calhoun, was that his name? Sadar, yeah. Sadar Calhoun. Yep. Um, can't quite make it here, but is a tremendous athlete yeah. and can go make it at Drake and yeah. be a great player for Drake. So it's a big washing machine. It is. It is. But uh, we'll, we'll see some more of that washing machine rotating with a whole lot of new players. I'll uh, ask you later in the show who who specifically. I'll give you two or three guys that are you're most excited to see for the first time tonight. Um in a Red Raider uniform. So we'll get into plenty of basketball talk. Uh, it is Wednesday. We're turning – I mean, we've we've pretty well turned the page because you had a Thursday game. But we are turning the page towards uh, Kansas and really looking into that matchup with the Red Raiders and Jayhawks on Saturday. And we're turning the page to next season for football, Hex. We got a schedule. Already, huh? We, well, we got a schedule last week. But we haven't really – I mean, we, we got the whole matrix thing, and we really focused on that. We didn't really look at next year's schedule that much, at least here on the show. So I want to look at next year's schedule because I think it is a favorable schedule towards the Red Raiders. You're just looking at next year alone. This year's been a, a, a quite a disappointment, but still a lot on the table for next year. So we'll look at that a little bit um, as the Matrix was released last year. Um, we'll have our official predictions for uh, college basketball some Texas Tech uh, heavy predictions as well for what we think will happen this season in year one under Grant McCaslin and college basketball as a whole that's about it on Wednesday right oh there's this there's this tiny wheel thing we might might do if we have time for I don't know if we'll we'll have time for it or not but I think we will if we have time we'll We'll sneak it in maybe at 9.30 or so because some idiot just <laughs> picked all the wrong games last week. 
I told you you were doing it as you, you were doing it. You did tell me I was doing it. <laughs> I knew in my heart I was doing it too. I'm like, come on, but what if? I'm a giant what if guy, and uh, almost always it doesn't go the, you know, the way it's not supposed to go. Choices, dumb picks of the week. Lots of yeah. them. Lots of them. All right, so y'all chime in. Whatever you got, bring that in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll get to plenty of that and uh, hit you with some headlines next, including last night's opening win for the Lady Raiders. It's the end of the bench. Till noon on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Got some headlines for you. What you need to know. Part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio. And we start you off with Lady Raider basketball, who walks away victorious by a lot last night at United Supermarkets Arena, taking on or taking down UT Rio Grande Valley 95-53, and it wasn't that close. They led by as many as 53 in the game. I think it was... I'm going off of memory here, but I think it was 62 to 13 at halftime, something like that. It was pretty bad. 39 7, second quarter, I think. Yeah, pretty. Like the first quarter was, uh, you know, it was over. It was, it was mauling, but the, the second quarter was even worse. And then the rest of the game yeah. was fairly even. But when you're up like that, yeah, it's going to be hard to keep your edge. Yeah, I had like 45 points off turnovers, I think. And, Maybe forty six points. Just good to see him having fun. They yeah, they rolled you know, after that exhibition and just kind of the the bad taste that that left to get out there in the real deal and walk the way that they did. Yeah, and roll the way that they did was good. Never again trust Chuck's nervousness because uh, oh, was he nervous? Not much. Yeah, yeah, not much reason for uh, nerves in that one as the Red Raiders gunned out from the beginning. And uh, Lady Raiders, pardon me, as they easily get the victory. They'll be back at it on Friday night hosting Tarleton. We'll have that game for you on 107.7 Yes Yes. FM. The Red Raiders tonight you can find on Double T 97.3 with Hex and Lammert on the call this evening. As the Red Raiders open the season against A&M Commerce, they got beat by what, about 40? Yeah, they got smoked by the Aggies. Uh, on Monday night, so this is their second game in three nights. You know who they got next? Besides Tech, you mean after next uh, Kentucky? <laughs> Those bye games are uh, are brutal. You remember who else? Seventy eight forty six to the Ags. Seventy eight forty six. Okay, so thirty two points, not forty. The uh, you remember that stretch that Prairie View A and M had before they came in here? That one time, and they just looked dead. You know, do you remember? Yeah. They, they played, I want to say it was like eight games and 17 days or something, and it was just it was just a crazy stretch, all of them on the road. Life in uh, small small conferences, small teams, not, not always Low, easy. Lower mid-major, um, small town transitioning school to Division One. Um, you you were going to have to take beatings and take paychecks. Take the beatings and paychecks. Take that check and then just move on. But as we've talked about, it's not always just a paycheck. I mean, ACU beat OSU. 
uh, Presbyterian. Beast. Presbyterian. You want to talk about lower mid major now? Yeah, that's about as low as you can go. They they beat Vandy last night. No. Purdue Fort Wayne beat DePaul last Purdue, night. Purdue Fort Wayne beat DePaul. IPFW. Wow. Which is now that's how Lucas said it the right way when it they were in, when they were Purdue. in the conference that that I was in the Summit League, which they were in the Summit League for a long time. It was IPFW. When are they going to just shorten it to Fort Wayne? <laughs> Eventually they'll get there, right? I think maybe you can refer to them like that already. Fort Wayne. Mascot. Oh, I know this one. Ant Eaters. No. Oh, I know this one. I No. Uh, you know Mammoths. Dang it. So close. Monmouths. <laughs> I'm not doing what I did yesterday. Just, just be more wrong. Mastodons. Mastodons. Okay, I knew it was. I pictured the. Yep. Ah, oh, dang it! I should have got that one. That bothers me. All right, so Red Raiders tonight, Texas A&M Commerce. You'll have the game on Double T ninety seven three. Pre-game begins at six. Tip off at seven o'clock this evening. Also at seven o'clock, we'll have high school fan zone for you here on one hundred point seven. The score, friendship, Lubbock Cooper and Liberty Cooper. Coaches coming into the first United Bank studio. Uh, two of those teams still alive in the postseason. The Liberty Cooper obviously did not play football, but they are. We'll have a basketball game of theirs on Friday night for you. So um, we've got some football and basketball flavor for you on 100.7. The score tonight in the NBA, Spurs beat the Knicks. Sorry. That's foreshadowing, hopefully. Spurs at the Knicks tonight at 6.30. Lakers at Houston at 7. And Raptors at Mavs at 7.30. All three Texas teams are in action. And the Shrine Bowl, the East-West Shrine Bowl, has extended invites to three Red Raiders. That is Dadrian Taylor-Demerson, Miles Cole, and Steve Linton. All three of those guys get the invites for the Shrine Bowl that will be held on February 1st. You may also uh, hit us up. What have you got? Bring it in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7. The score mobile app. Um, the score. Opening this for the first time. Moppin is a baller. There you go. Uh, when did OSU start wearing KU-ish colors? That's the Native American heritage. Yeah, that's not uh, a KU color. It's close to what you've got on. A lot, yeah, closer. This is it's not a KU color. It's more of a turquoise. It's turquoise. Yeah, yeah. It's so they do that. Uh, I know New Mexico does that. Does OU do anything like that? No. I see. They put like blue accents at times <clears throat> on things, but they don't do a full jersey. That's they work in the Oklahoma flag, which is gotcha, baby blue, and they'll work that into their baseball uniforms a lot. That's it. That's where I've seen it. Yeah, that's not the turquoise but, for Native Americans. Yeah, they do that yeah. at least, what, once a season? OSU has it. I think it's once or twice. New Mexico definitely has it in their uniforms. The ne- turquoise New Mexico's in, had it forever. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's a Native American tribute. Um, scoring slowed down in the second half because Coach played a lot of the true into the benchers. Shout out. Yeah. Really, Woodman, the pre-conference schedule is just as soft as before. Come on. I, I'm telling you, as at surface level, there's a lot of names that look soft, but you look at where teams are picked, your RPI is going to be decent if those teams live up to where they're picked. Right? I mean, it. and if you look at some of the names, again, 
it's not I'm not telling you that Kentucky's coming to town or that you're getting Duke or North Carolina or even any other power fives like that. I'm telling you when it comes to challenging on your schedule, you're gonna be challenged more than definitely you were last year in the non conference and, and some of your previous years in the in the Charmin soft beard era of uh non conference scheduling. Adams did the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot less directional states. Yes. Directional use. Yeah. The, the, these are mostly teams you probably heard of. Mostly. There's some soft scheduling there. But you also play in an 18-game... You play in the toughest conference in America. 18 games. So you don't, you're not forced to schedule tough. You're not forced to. There's teams that are forced to schedule tough, like a Gonzaga in the non-conference. Because they don't play a tough conference schedule so um there, there's some that are tougher games i'm just telling you than it looks at surface level it's not as attractive it's still not attractive if that's what you're trying to say texture um another one about the blue uniforms but we already answered that there you go all right to uh, keep the thoughts and comments coming hacks you're uh, all about the turkey, right? 100%. <clears throat> to what extent? Where does your Thanksgiving loyalty die? Because uh, DiGiorno is now selling a Thanksgiving pizza. Oh, it's it's dead for that. Dead for that? There's no chance. <laughs> it doesn't look that bad. It's horrible. So, have you seen it? I, I don't want to see it. Just the <laughs> thought of it makes me... The Thanksgiving Angry. pizza features turkey, gravy, sweet potatoes, oh green gosh. beans, cranberries, Get cheese, you, you're, and a crispy a onion to- topping. No, this is it. It's this real. is somebody's duped you. No, this is this is a legit oh DiGiorno gosh. pizza. It actually doesn't look that bad. The green beans is probably where I'd draw the line. I don't need green beans on my pizza. But turkey and gravy, sure. Cranberries, yeah. Bring it in. A crispy so, onion topping. Okay, when I think of pizza, I think of red sauce. That looks to me like there's no red sauce. It's going to be a gravy sauce, I'm sure. Okay. Well, now we are we can move back into consideration because who doesn't like some bread or rolls or... With gravy, yeah. It, with your... It really doesn't look that bad. The green beans are where I'd probably be out. Yeah. Like we, we don't need anything green on a pizza besides bell peppers. But... Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, of, of the tricked-up things out there, this is something I would consider trying. And it's Thanksgiving in a bite. There's a, again, I've talked about this before, but there's a place in, in downtown Sioux Falls, by the way, that hosted Baylor and Auburn yesterday, mm-hmm. and Baylor is able God, to get away with a victory. Back. I fell asleep. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't make it. Um, there's a place downtown called The Diner. That's all it's called, The Diner. And it's always cold and miserable there, and the Food is so hot. They have an open-faced turkey that's unbelievable there. Open-faced turkey. Sounds pretty good. It's the end of the bench. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio. Here in uh, 30 minutes, we will deliver our season predictions. I've got five that I know are going to absolutely come true this season. I'm going for accuracy. 
You're gonna have to turn this. <laughs> I knew it. Turn the whole thing off. I knew it. We are turn it off. Moths to the flame. Um, deconstructed pot pie was flashing in front of my face. I mean, Max is over there about to take notes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> to... this looks like an awesome winter recipe here. The pioneer woman. I mean, she got some stuff. That that might be. I'm sure everybody wanted to know this on a sports talk radio show. Might be my favorite cookbook I own is uh, is of the Pioneer Woman. Got some really good stuff there. It's broken into like holidays mm. for the year. So this is what you cook at this time of year. Oh, it's it's got some great stuff. Thanks for the cookbook, Mom. Um, what's Lucas's store? The the Hickory Farm store over there, Canyon West, right? Okay, Canyon West is where you can catch Lucas in the wild. One of his many places you can catch him in the wild. Uh, Tyler sends this in for the dragging charger. It's time to go. Was I a good boy? No. <laughs> I told you were the Aww. best. Sweet, sweet Tyler. Poor dragging charger. I'm going to miss her. Deconstructed pot pie horse name. Uh, Can y'all explain more how it's going to help tech? What? I mean, I guess we... I think they're talking about the Puff Fund. The Puff Fund. Oh, okay. Well, no, this isn't the Puff. This is the... um, um, The Texas University Fund. So this is the Tough Fund, if you will. Which the Puff Fund is repetitive. This, If you call it a fund, yeah. Anyway, um... Uh, you're going to have to get online and, and Google it. You'll learn a lot more than I can tell you. Uh, Texas Tech, along with other schools, not named Texas and Texas A&M, will be provided with a lot more research money. Um, then when you have that research money, the money doesn't have to come from other places in the school. That's where Texas A&M, Texas, they are able to to allocate money different places a lot easier, including athletics, uh, it helps overall universities a lot more when you have this money from the state um, that you didn't have. I mean, before. it sucks in a lot of ways for tech, but the fact that it's coming from right underneath your feet is just right. drives you nuts. So the the puff fund comes from the oil in West Texas, essentially Midland, Odessa, Permian Basin. Uh, the oil is what funds the puff fund, and they get it. Yeah, it's just a. It's it's disgusting that those schools have had an inherent advantage for decades. Um, but again, this is outside of my territory. I know I can scratch the surface at it, and I can. And we're getting a, a huge new um, medical examiner that facility. Yeah. yeah, that one did completion pass. date of spring twenty six. Yes, going to help Lubbock and uh, yeah. Save money and yep. So Lauren Motter's reporting taught me all I know. That helps, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. She keeps us on the straight and narrow. Let's go to uh, to some questions. Two minutes of nonstop in-your-face inquiries with no end in sight. It's time now for burning questions. All right, Senor Haxt. Haxt. That's a new one. If you had to be trapped on a desert island for 40 days, would you rather be alone 
or with an enemy that could potentially help you, help each other survive. Alone. Think you could make it better? You're Just die on my own. <laughs> Lucas? I would have to have somebody with me, so even though it probably wouldn't start off very well, uh, try to make amends, I guess, to survive. Yeah. I mean, hunger and thirst drive you to crazy things, so I don't know if that's making amends in that situation or killing one another, but... Need some meat. Oh man! <laughs> How long do you think it would be before you had you hit that point, the uh, Andes Mountains point? Mm, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm eating someone at my lunch time. I missed breakfast, so <laughs> I I was not expecting that answer. I don't know what I was expecting. But uh, we have enough food for 30 days. Then what, we have some tough decisions. What is the likelihood or percentage that you're going to make a half-court shot if something's on the line? Like a trip or money? 15%. 15%? If nothing's on the line, how much do you think? 15%. 15? Okay. Was it Chuck that... I don't know. The, there was a half-court shot conversation that... That was a while ago. I don't know if it's Chuck and Dickens back and forth on it, but one was much more confident than the other. That feels like Chuck would think he would be like 70% from from half court. but Chuck couldn't get it there. I'd agree with that. Or Dickens because of the sandals. Yeah, he'd slip. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to get enough oomph on it. What is the main thing you like to do when you go on vacation? I saw that twinkle in your eye. <laughs> what twinkle? The, the one that Go said, for a swim. The one that said, am I with my wife or not? <laughs> that twinkle. I saw it. I know the look. I have the look. I, I don't operate any differently. Here, I feel so bad. I have so much guilt that started to just pile up on me. Uh-huh. I've been to Mexico three times, Puerto Rico, Alaska, Hawaii, getting ready to have Bahamas, um, Vegas. She's not been with me one time because they're all basketball and no room on the plane. And if there was room on the plane, you couldn't afford the ticket, you know, to go. So I, I feel really guilty. That should be your next anniversary wow. gift. Just pay for her to fly herself, and then because you got a room. Yeah, we've done that kind of stuff before, but you got your um, own room. You know, a lot of times when you go to these places, they're on resorts, and you got to be within the travel party to be in the resort and that mm. kind of deal. So, but I, I seriously, I like to use the hot tub and the and the pools and that kind of stuff. And not a big ocean guy, but I like. So you're more of a relaxed guy. Yeah. On the on the vacation. Sleep. Sleep? Yeah, that's probably a good answer. And you'll get one of those uh Yeah, I'm just gonna kick two it. Two weeks in my room. away. Two? We're almost two weeks away from it, aren't we? Kick it in my room. 
Let's kick it. Uh, first year tough will pay $44 million to Tech. 48 to Houston, Texas State, North Texas will split the other third. There you go. People have uh, knowledge on the chat line. Hacks, what do I have to do to sit by you at the game tonight, courtside? <laughs> Kick someone else out of their seat? Well, they kicked my son out of... Hmm. And they won't even let my son sit by me, so... You would need to buy a big sponsorship through Learfield, That's what and then you're there. You're going to have to donate a lot of money or buy a big sponsorship. Wanna... Now, you can come sit with me before the game. Come say hi. It happens a lot. But in-game, that's a tough seat. Oh. Wes will get his bouncing gloves on and yeah. bounce you. Uh, choice, our pastor, LJ White, at New Home Baptist Church made nine half-court shots in a row. as documented by Pete Christie on the nightly news. I did see that video, uh, and I played basketball with LJ. He's a phenomenal shooter. Yeah, he's he can he can stroke it. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from one hundred point seven. The score. Rolling on to hour number three. You're hanging with the end of the bench on one hundred point seven. The score and one hundred seven. The score dot com. Yours worldwide through the one hundred point seven. The score mobile app and on television. Fox thirty four news now. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White, back behind the glass, taking care of us. You can keep hitting us up. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you got. Bring that in on the 8th Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. Um, I missed it on this day earlier. Did you see that? Joey McGuire. When Joseph McGuire was hired on this day two years ago, or introduced, I guess I should say, on this day two years ago. Sitting at the exact same spot you were at this time last year. Four and five. Last year, I guess if they made that announcement, like, well, I don't know if we're going to make a bowl game in year one. I mean, that was that was definitely in question. I, I'm, I'm curious, if we were to spin the tapes back, Hacks, uh, to this time last year, what people's confidence level was that you would make a bowl game with three games to play sitting at four and five. I wonder how many people would have put that at over 50% confidence. Probably not a lot. Probably not a lot. Probably not a lot that that was confident at all. And that's probably, if you polled everybody today, it, I would guess most people would put it in the 30% range that you make a bowl game. I don't know. Some lower, some higher. But well, we need to just put that poll question out there. Okay. Yeah, we should. We should. We'll do that tomorrow as our poll of the day. But... Um, anyway, you're sitting at four and five. You won the last three in a row last year. It'd take four in a row this year to, to get to the seven and five mark. But um, the one on on Saturday morning is, is pretty darn important. We'll talk more about that. But I do want to talk some basketball as we've got our preseason predictions. Lucas will save these for us, and we'll, we'll play them back at the end of the season like we will in a few weeks with our football preseason predictions. You want to go first or me? I'll go. Okay. We recording? 
For all the truth. We are recording so we can look back and see how awesome we were at these later. Top three scorers for Texas Tech this year. Pop. Cambridge. Toussaint. Okay. Tech will win 19 games before the tournament starts. And be a seven seed in the NCAAs. Wow. Warren Washington will be second in free throw attempts behind Toussaint. Okay. I like it. K-State will have a TCU-type year, football to basketball. So big year last year, falling back this year. They'll finish seventh or worse in the Big 12. Okay. Texas will miss the NCAA tournament. But sell a lot of chicken. I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. I like fried chicken. Okay. That's a hat tip to you and your Rodney Terry. My Rodney Terry. Breaking Bad. Los Pollos Hermanos. I like it. Thank you. You're going to sell a lot of chicken. Sell a lot of chicken. Oh, Gus Frain coaching the, the Longhorns right now. That one's my probably my favorite of all yours. I don't know. The seven seed is attractive. I'd take a seven seed in the NCAA tournament. Seven ten game, sure. Yep, that'd be all right. Okay, I'll go next. Uh, here's one pointing towards the past quite a bit. Texas Tech will not have any defections or threats to leave in the middle of the season this year. We've had people leave. I mean, you go back to a lot of previous seasons. You mentioned Sadar Calhoun, Kayvon um, Moore, Namari Burnett. Namari Burnett. So, um, my prediction is that Tech will not have uh, any of the guys leave during the season. I think your culture's already a lot Who was the better. little guy the first year I was here with Beard? From Little Guard. He stayed. The one that I'm thinking He stayed the whole way through? Shadell Millinghouse? Shadell Millinghouse. Did he stay the whole way through? Yeah, he did. I think. I'm almost certain. Shoddy? Shoddy. So, no defections. Or even threats to leave like you had with old, uh, your favorite guy, Fardaz, last year. Uh, <laughs> My least favorite tech basketball player since I've been here. Probably. Uh, the Red Raiders will win an NCAA tournament game this year. Heck yeah. And if you get that seven seed, you got a good opportunity to do so. Uh, Texas Tech will lose one game or less in the month of November. Which means you have a successful... Pretty successful Bahamas trip, and you win at Hinkle. One game or less. Would you like to put some money on that? No. That is... Is it crazy? Crazy. I don't think it's that crazy. Um, my fourth one. Texas Tech shot 34% last year from three. A little less than that, actually. The Red Raiders will shoot 37% or better as a team from beyond the arc this year. You got a much better shooting team. Made 7.2 a game last year. And my final one, two new teams in the Big 12 will finish in the top 10. The other two will finish 13th and 14th. Two of the new guys, Houston's kind of your free space, but two of the new teams will finish in the top 10. The other two are going to finish dead last, 13th and 14th. Lucas? Texas Tech will beat two 
top 25 teams in the Big 12 this year. Okay. Texas Tech will also make the NCAA tournament. And Pop Isaacs will average a double, will have four double doubles this season. We'll have four double doubles. Take it. And then I will say that one double, uh, one seed, 10 or higher, will make the Sweet 16. Just so one? One double digit team will make the Sweet 16. And Hunter Dickinson will win the Wooden Award. Ooh. I think there's a good chance of that. Oh, I won't like it. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Benchwarmers. Bring your questions in right now. Yates Flooring Center chat line yours through the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Tweet us at 107 The Score on the Twitter or uh, dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline 806-771-0973. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio. Lucas White across the way. Questions for any and all of us are welcome. Bobby Hot Dog says, dang, I never thought Choice was a pink raider until now. Color me disappointed. Fine, I will hypothetically shave my eyebrows off for the final four wins of the season. Because this doesn't mean I have to do it, right? This is like a trade straight up. Okay. No, I mean, if you want to get serious, I mean, that would be a different thing. This is all kind of in in jest, but I think you could get serious and say... If it was a guarantee, then Let's just say if they do it. Not for that, but for... I'll do something else for... I thought we were saying it's not serious. I say we make it serious. <laughs> that includes a win over. No, I'll shave the head, not the eyebrows. I'll go shaved head, like buzz down. I'm gonna need a Bic razor. <laughs> Why am I? I'm gonna need a Bic. What did you bring this up for? Because you have prominent brows. I can't do the eyebrows. I'm sorry. I know how ugly I am already, and if I oh, go, boy. go without that, I'm going to scare little children. You're scare me to death. I'll... It would be pretty bad. You couldn't look at me for three That's hours true. a day That's if I had true. no eyebrows. Okay, so let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh! Shaved head with a bick for the last four. Not with a bick. I'll go full on, like right. buzz down. I'll, I'll. You did a lot of negotiating. I'll there. go down to the buzz. For if you win the last four, because that means you're winning the the Texas game. It also means if Tech won out, you would be in a fairly good bowl game because of your conference record would get pretty good. You'd be you'd be in one of the higher Big Twelve bowl games. Hmm. Golly, if Tech wins out, I'll shave my whole body. Someone says, <laughs> no pictures, please. We'll take your word for it. Uh, choice to miss the TV numbers, or are you just leaving teases with no happy ending again? what I tend to do. Uh, we get, we kind of gave some of them. Tech did not do great on the Thursday night because you were on FS1 instead of ESPN. Um, Tech TCU, 616,000, which was good enough for like 17th on the list. Uh, the leader in the clubhouse and for the week, LSU Alabama, no surprise, 8.82 million. Missouri Georgia second at 7 million. Both those CBS games. Washington USC got a 4.45 in the future Big Ten matchup. 
then Ohio State Rutgers, and OU, OSU got $3.76 million to lead the way for the Big 12 on ABC. Notre Dame, Clemson, K-State, Texas next. Oregon State, Colorado. Colorado's a ratings juggernaut. I mean, even in their crappiness, they're still getting good ratings. So, Choice. Look at me. Look at me, man. Colin. Um, bench warmers. I'll shave my eyebrows, by the way, if we win the Big 12 basketball team. You're in on yeah. it? Okay. I don't know if I can look at you for three hours a day. Hacks, don't look at me, man. Hacks, <laughs> don't look at me. Stop looking at me. Bench sitters, will Tech shake the quarterback curse next year and have the same starting quarterback all season long? Heck, if you'd be shaking a curse if you just didn't get down to your third string quarterback. You're shaking somewhat of a curse. Just the backup. Just yeah, first or second string. Um, I don't know, Baron Morton. We we haven't seen enough of him to prove health there. Um, you got Jake Strong. You got Will Hammond next year. I don't know. I would guess if I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet on it. Do you think Shuck was on Shuck or the coaches? I think it was both. Okay. I I think they were called runs. I think they gave him freedom to call runs, and I think they gave him freedom. Or sorry, they gave him freedom to check into check runs, into runs. Uh, specifically for himself. So I think you can blame both. I think there were definitely ones he called for himself, and definitely ones that uh, were called from the sideline. So Shuck calling his no or them calling Shuck's number uh, so often on quarterback runs was a combination of the two. But I think it was definitely worked into game plan. So. Uh, you can put that more on the coaches if you want. Hacks, who is the most likely to crack into the top three in scoring on this team that wasn't in the top three you mentioned? Okay. You you said Pop. Chance McMillan is number one. That's most likely to crack mm-hmm. in there. Darian Williams is number two. Lamar Washington is number three. Um, I'm sorry. That's probably as far as you. Warren Washington would be number one. You think? Yeah. I'm I'm too jilted is not the right word, but I'm too influenced by the zero that he put up against AM. And I know that's not the he's not known for scoring, but Tariq Owens wasn't known for scoring when he came here. Both were known for their defense coming in. Tariq was still a fine scorer his last season at Texas Tech only season at Texas Tech. So I think I think there is potential that he could be a score. I don't know if he's going to be top three on this team. I think I would pick the same top three as you. He averaged 9.2 at Arizona State. Yeah. I think everybody else, McMillan averaged over 10 a game previously. 10.9. Um, who else did you mention? What did the... Darian Williams. Yeah, what did he average? 7.6. Seven. Yeah. Okay, uh, who's on the call with Hacks this season? Clark Lambert. And basically road and conference level. Level, yep. So, more, most often level. Yeah. Lambert will, will get a lot of the early the Bahamas. stuff. Very nice. So, football will take away Chris. TV will take away Chris. Yeah. Clarky and I will do our usual Clarky. tandem. 
Uh, the texture chiming back in. Bachelor's degree from Baylor. Moved to Lubbock 10 years ago and love both tech and my bears. Hate UT. We can take solace in that together. Val says, not much different in 23 and 27. Try telling that to your bookie. Touche. If I tech wins by 25, I'm like, eh, it's almost 27. <laughs> Don't think it quite a half works. point means a lot to your bookie. Don't think it works out quite that way. Are there still bookies? Because you can do so much online In stuff. states like Texas, yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's... It feels like gambling's everywhere, but I still think it's only like 19 or 20 states that are full-on sports gambling. So it's still, I believe, up to this point, less than half that do it. So there's bookies in those other states. Oklahoma's no. New Mexico's yes, right? Sports gambling? I don't think so, actually, because I think I tried from the phone when I was in New Mexico and it didn't I think there's only four casinos in New Mexico that you can do it on Indian yeah Res- actually okay yeah. so the at the Indian reservations yes. if you're anywhere else you cannot it's not statewide so yeah because I think in the mountain gods I did place a bet there once but you can't do it on your phone like a lot of so I when I say full-on it's like phone everything I think there's 19 states there's a lot that lets you do it on reservations and stuff as well um if tech wins the big big 12 championship i'll shave everything again the same texture that said they'll shave the whole body uh viva 73 doesn't your barber trim your eyebrows when you get a haircut yes only if i ask the wife usually does the trim for me but i don't i don't do it off enough no in new mexico someone says i know i've placed a sports bet at uh in the mountain gods but yeah, I think you're right. It's it's specific places. Find score, horse name. Being able to legally bet in states doesn't eliminate the bookie. Okay. Well, I think it I think it eliminates it if you can do it straight from your phone. Yeah. And then there's not really a purpose for a bookie in that situation. But I don't know. What do I know? Unless they're in jail, then you got to call somebody. <laughs> if the bookie's in jail. Yeah, then. Or like that guy that was in jail and hit a parlay to make his bail. Oh, yeah. That's like a 10 team parlay to get 30 grand. That was impressive. Got to applaud the effort on that one. Yeah. Axe, I can't wait. Basketball season's here. Enjoy the call. Get us a large win, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Jeff Axton will uh, be with Clark Lambert tonight. You'll hear it on Double T 97.3 Red Raiders and Texas AM. Commerce coming up at 6 o'clock this evening. Coming up next, we have the bottom line. For Jeff Haxton, Lucas White, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench right here on 100.7 The Score. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.